p.m. Every Sunday, town's always about the culture. Do out in sculpture, recording every Friday. So here it our way, no need to catch a flight away. Stay tuned for our take. We are back, episode 69, After Dinner Conversations. We almost 70 years old, 70 episodes in. 69 um, is a funny number, man. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving right along. Um, but again, thank you out to everybody that's been listening so far as, as we've been able to grow. Um, before we get into the episode, again, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. We are out on all streaming platforms. That means Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you stream your podcast, we are there. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at ADConvos. Again, on Instagram at ADConvos. We want to do some dope stuff um, in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months. So make sure you go hit that follow button on Instagram. So now episode 69, After Dinner Conversations. Um, let's do the check-in. How's everybody doing? Nah. Uh, never mind. <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. Sometimes we come in on a unified positive vibe. Um, but now I was feeling good. And I just returned back from visiting my sweet home city, Philadelphia. Um, got to see all my family before I move. Um kind of like life is like full circle. Like, you know, once you like go back to like where you came from. Like if you ever move from home, you kind of go back there if not being there for a while. Um, got to a level of success where it's like, you know, it feels kind of strange i don't know like eerie like come back to where you like grew up and like damn like how much different you are you know what does it mean what does it work on me like what is it where's it going to how can i really use it um and stuff like that so i was just had i i had fun don't get me wrong i was doing a lot of fun things <laughs> having a great time was thinking about all, all stuff but yeah i just had like questions i left with you know just like things that motivate me moving forward that's good yeah my second, I guess my, I guess you call my third. My work laptop finally came in. Nice little MacBook Pro, 15 inch with the touch keyboard. I mean, it's a work That's what I got. You know what I'm saying? It look, it, it's still in the box. I haven't taken it out yet because it's gonna take me. I don't want to start setting up because I know it's gonna take me a minute, and I'm not gonna yeah. want to stop playing with it. Um, but that's good. Uh, work's going solid. Uh, get into the bag. Uh, figure out where dude's gonna live. Yes, you know. Events this weekend, things going on. Uh, summer's winding down, but it's still going slightly strong. Um, so I'm content. I'm content right now. What about you, Corey? Money man. Nah, uh, um, it's been weird. Only working one job in the past, like past month or so. It's been really weird. Um, but no, it's been a it's been a good summer. Summer's wrapping up. Um. But I also love the fall. Like I love festivals and um, fairs and all that other type of stuff. So that stuff is coming up and I'm excited. The big E is back this year, like little stuff like that. Um, I appreciate about the fall time. So I'm good. Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to being on the move and getting a change of scenery real soon. So hopefully all that stuff is able to work out um, in my favor. So things, things are good. I think sort of, you know, finalizing a lot of stuff. And that's always sometimes the toughest part, dotting your I's and, and crossing your T's. So yeah. okay. So we busy men. <laughs> no, that ass. That ass. Mm -hmm. But if we wasn't busy, we would be serious. Exactly. I don't support waste man. I think yeah, the podcast should, should support waste man. Yeah. Let's not stop you, man. Get up and get to the bag like everybody else. 
That's the only thing. That's where shame and guilt is useful, in my opinion. Men, men got to be up and working, in my opinion. No, you have to. You can't just be laying. What, what's we need you to provide and build foundations. You can't be laying around. You know? what, what, what else are you going to be doing if you're not doing that? Exactly. Get into BS. If you're around BS all the time, BS becomes you, yo. What city girls say? Like, uh, broke nigga. What was that song, yo? What did, what did who say? <laughs> you, what? Are you asking me? Yeah, Stop Corey. I know Paris play that song. When you play um, Paris play that song, I heard the song. with you. My I can't remember the song. song. I'm you know, she said. I know, yeah. I know the song. I'm fucking with this. <laughs> hey, that's that's how they felt. What can we say? Corey got on. Corey got on this phone low key, very low key. No, no, I don't. I promise you. No judgment, you. bro. No judgment. Corey, Corey don't bang with the city girls. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's really wild, bro. It's yeah. really wild. Top of the game right now in the rap, bro. It's interesting. Sadiq was a was a, was a solid album. I'll say that. Solid. Album. I don't listen to. I don't listen to. I listen to it to listen to it. But mm-hmm. it's all you know. They beats be bumping. You know, not to not to extend B too long on this point, but I'm just saying. They're, you play shit in the whip, and it sounds like everybody else is. Uh, that shit bump uh, before the party. They do. They, I'm just, I just give respect where it's where it's old. <laughs> like they should do be banging. Yo, my face uh, is chilling. It's content. Everybody say my face is always say, showing my emotion. I'm chilling. Yeah, that's what. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the city girls. Um, keep doing your yes, thing. Pull up to yeah, the pod. Yeah, pull up to the pod. <laughs> I got questions. Now nah, let me stop. Um, <laughs> moving, moving on. Um, we want to do cocktail hour. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I was actually impacted by this as well. Mm-hmm. A bunch of airlines, not a bunch, well, a couple of airlines have been having a massive cancellation of flights um, over the past week or so. Uh, namely, I want to say American and Spirit Airlines um, have had massive cancellations that have inf- impacted, I want to say, probably millions at this point. Oh, definitely. Um in various uh, hubs around the country. So I just wanted to get your thoughts, you know, as folks that, you know, travel and things like that. Have you ever been impacted by cancellations? What's your thoughts on, on everything that's going on? I'm trying to think. I I've, I've, haven't been impacted by cancellations, just like delays. Mm-hmm. Like I've had some long delays where it's like a few hours late, sometimes just a couple of minutes, but I haven't actually, now I think about it, I don't think I've had any flights that have actually been canceled. That's a huge L. Not on your part, but that's just a huge out. It's a, it's, a, it's a terrible inconvenience by definition. Um, yeah, I never, thankfully, experienced that. I'd be scared to, though, every time I'm in the airport. Like, every time I get past TSA, I'd be, like, nervous that my drone will get delayed for, like, an hour, two hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, hey, some people get delayed overnight, and that would be terrible. It'd be terrible. But besides that, um, I, it just, I think it just speaks to the state of the economy. I, only, I really didn't read into it too much, but I just know that... Um, you know, like this working like labor shortage, um, pilots. Like I think, where you told me, like you know, there wasn't pilot school last year during the pandemic. Um, so as a <laughs> highly specific job, you know, flying an airplane is, you know, definitely not a lot of people who can do that, uh, especially commercial flights. Um, so that's the wonderland. Um, I think just the state of the economy. 
I don't know why the corporate news keep jacking like it's good. The stock market be up and they think the whole world is good. And right. that's clearly what they focus on, you know. Um, but in reality, that I don't think it's going to be good for like the average person for like a while. Like it's definitely like the, like, you know, the way that we were so used to these things being like automatic. Like you didn't have to run into these issues with like travel and like food and health and finding work and stuff like that. You know, it's definitely going to be more difficult. Yeah, no, I think, you know, seeing it and me knowing that I was impacted by, I was impacted by this one, um, but I really didn't want to go on the trip that much, to be honest, anyway. So <laughs> Beyond screaming, Beyond it was, it was fine, but I don't, I can't remember if this was my first cancellation. I know I've slept in some airports, but I don't know if that was just an overnight mm-hmm. delay or a cancellation, mm-hmm. but either way, you know, it's, it's not ideal. Um and I think the older I get and the more sort of business related travel I do, I think the worse it gets because it's one thing to shorten a vacation. Yeah. It's another thing to miss a meeting or miss an interview, yeah. right? Or, you know, whatever the case is. Or if we're doing like a podcast, and we're going to meet somebody in Houston, like trying to have to adjust like our whole schedule around that person if our flight gets canceled. So mm-hmm. the more I do that, the more frustrating it gets. Um. But I also wonder, you know, just with Spirit being one of the main uh, airlines in this sort of cancellation issue, is them being sort of this low cost, you know, carrier a factor in it, right? So, you know, everybody everybody says whenever there's like a, a low cost, anything that enters the market, it sort of throws off the market and they won't be able to compete as well. And I just wonder if, if that's something that had to do with it, you know? is there low cost means, you know, they have to take shortcuts operationally, right? Do, is that something that, that had a, played a factor in all this? I just wonder, maybe not. I don't know. I'm waiting for like folks and I don't want to put the onus on black folks, but I'm going to just say black folks and all folks in general. When we're going to retire spirit, bro, because it's a bottom tier airline. It, it, I don't know. They, you know, they charge you for carry-ons. They charge you for just about anything. Like how much? Like how much cheaper is Spirit actually than like a like a like a another flight? Like if I was to say like Spirit's right here, and then like honestly, American Airlines is like maybe like one above. Like, and I, I'll, I'll take American. I'm, I'm taking American when I when I travel sometimes. But how much better is Spirit than American Airlines that you can't just take American Airlines? Like. Is the gap really that big? I feel like I would really fly Spirit if I was going somewhere with no bags, just vibe. I'm pulling up and I'm leaving. But I, but I think I think more people are doing that because of how interconnected we are. So I know one person. No bags. But one person flew Spirit because their girlfriend lived in another state, and so they had clothes already in the drawer. So whenever they would go, they didn't need a bag. But I think it, it goes to how interconnected we are. So more people are in long distance relationships. More people do, mm. you know, they offices in another state. So I think you'd be surprised how many people fly with no bags because that's just the nature of their life. Like they're just, inter- they don't want to move. So, mm. you know, they choose to fly instead. That's how you began flown out through spirit? I don't get flown out. I'm not like- So you fly out. You fly out. <laughs> I don't do anything. I'm a trap dude before. You, you see how he first? <laughs> You're right. I don't, I don't do anything. We're gonna trap dude before the hiatus, man. We're gonna we're gonna create the narrative. I already I already told you what my plan was last week, so I don't. You don't need to trap me. I already I already yeah, spoke so myself last yeah, week. Yeah, so that means you flying them out. I just want to confirm for the viewers. No, that's, that's not. No, that's not what happened. Okay. See, this is why my camera's off. <laughs> 
I'm spirit, man. I just want folks to do better than spirit, man. That's it. We, let's put spirit out of business and then replace it with some other airline. It can't. There's no way the wor- that airline could be worse than spirit. I refuse to believe. It. I don't. I don't understand all this. I get some of the spirit slander, and I know some of it's just jokes. The way McDonald's and Wendy's be on Twitter, just like people just be throwing jabs. But yeah, I think for the bare fair. Spirit, spirit is doing what it what it is meant to do. It's not. It wasn't meant to compete with first class, you know, U.S. Air or first class Jet Blue. But people aren't even flying those, bro. Can can folks afford that? I have. A, I don't have a friend. I think who confidently flies first class. They've flown it. They don't confidently fly it. We're economy flying. But, but but that's what I'm saying. Spirit was wasn't meant to be high class like it no, was for sure to be the the sort of budget flight i don't know man i feel like we're on a budget flight when i'm in economy with dominance oh <laughs> uh, i mean we'll see i mean i think again if spirit whether spirit stays around or whether you know it goes out of business whatever i think if it stays operationally because i feel like i feel like this is the same this is this has happened before where there's sort of been like a massive cancellation and spirit has been involved mm-hmm. i feel like this is not the first time if it's not them it's like frontier or something yeah or like so somebody for the, at that front yeah. for the low-cost airlines i think there definitely needs to be some work to ensure that this stuff doesn't happen because i think it impacts a lot of people again spirit for me i think of spirit is the people that would have drove the 12-hour trip that you know are now able to fly instead and i think that's a huge class of people okay so i would want them to be able to reach their destination safely without having to think okay should i just drive the 12 hours because Mm -hmm. spirit might cancel my flight like i don't want that to be associated with an airline that i feel like a lot of people choose yes young people don't choose because we think we got a lot of disposable income whatever we make i feel like young people choose it the most you think so? They cap, Corey. They cap on the Maybe social. You, they call I think, you. I think you're right. They call you, Corey. Right. They, call right. you. They, I, they say, ill spirit. I'm not trying to fly on spirit. That's with the brokies. Yada, yada, yada. And what are they on, Corey? Spirit in the back of the plane where there's no headspace because you're underneath the luggage and you're with the flight attendants. That's where they be sitting, bro. Don't I, I, I don't even be capping. I'll be on spirit. So I don't have like I, I've retired I spirit for myself. I, I, I don't have it. I never product. use it. I never use it. There's nothing to use, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, nah, no, nah, that's what's up. But I just hope again everybody that was impacted by this um is able to to figure something out, get to your destinations, get back home, whatever. Um, because this has been a, a massive, I would call it a tragedy. Um, you mm. know, to see all these folks in these in these airports upset, you know, and I know Spirit, the phone's lines ain't working right now. So I hope everybody gets to their destination safely, whether that's home or whether that's to vacation, whether that's to a meeting, whatever. So best wishes to y'all. Best prayers to them, man. Mm-hmm. All right, man, let's switch gears. Y'all know what we're coming to talk about today. There's only one thing we can talk about today. It's uh, LOX, The Locks, D-Block, Jada Kiss versus Dipset. Jada, 65 points, man. Mm-hmm. 20, 23 for 20. <laughs> I feel like he Honestly, yo, if Wilt Chamberlain could just pretend he played in New York, he could hold that 100 next with Jada's <laughs> face at this point. Man, Jada shot like 23 from 25 out of 25 from the field, man. His percentage was crazy. Yeah. That's called having a real discography right there. That's called having real energy when it's time to <laughs> compete. 
Um, so, I mean, we could talk, let's talk about, you know, first thoughts on the battle. We can get into the freestyles and we can get into the disrespectful shit, but first things first, how'd you feel about it? I think, Corey, I know you watched it. So what was your thoughts after watching it? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, it, I mean, what I love about verses is the nostalgia of them. So again, you're able to sort of sit down and sort of this live contra element, which Jada said it wasn't live. Jada said, if I just wanted to listen to Dipset on, on the track, I could have just, I could have just streamed the joint. From Apple um, <laughs> But I think it's very nostalgic being able to sit there and listen to these records, but also remember a discography, right? Because, it, you know, it's not often that you go back and say, hey, on this random Sunday, I want to go listen to all of the locks or all Dipset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to, to see what they was pulling out their battery, like, yo, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that track. Um, so I think it, Versus is always good for that. Um, to see how deep the locks went. Because I think once Jada did a lot of his solo stuff, I think it, sometimes it's hard to remember the locks as a unit. Like Styles mm-hmm. did a lot of solo stuff. So I think it's hard to remember mm-hmm. this group. And it's like, you know, what What did they all have? Um, so they definitely went deep. But Dipset did they thing, you know? I, I just don't think they were nearly as deep as the locks. And you could see it. Because mm-hmm. um, they definitely had their hits. But, you know... Overall, I thought it was good. I thought I wish uh, Dipset would have brought a little bit more energy. They look like they were just on stage, like chatting. Um, and Jada, oh, yeah, was, yeah. Jada looked like he was preaching the six sermons. Um, <laughs> hold up, yeah. hold up. <laughs> so it was, it was dope. It was dope, though. Nah, I followed it. Uh, Maya, you uh, you seen some of this? What you, what were you thinking from what you seen? Nah, I was yeah, I was tuning in out. Um, I like verses a lot too. As like a platform, some of them be just too long for me. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, some. I think maybe I have an attention. This issue. one was kind of long though. This one. Was yeah, long. yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was long, and they're usually longer. Not not for any bad reason. But it's just maybe I have attention issues. I just mm-hmm. I got to tune out. Sometimes they, the, the DJ be in between sets. They be walking around. I get disinterested. I want to go do something else. But besides my personal problems, I loved it a lot. I think it's one of the best ones I've seen in a while, especially of twenty twenty one. And you know, it was definitely like this one energy match. The energy of like not only like how good the performance was how good the dj the, the hits that they were playing um back and forth no matter who you thought won or whatever um also how much people were into it how much engagement there was um because you can like go in and out of social media that day and people were talking about it for hours jokes for hours um people are still talking about it to this day it's been a few days now um as well so i just like the i i just like when events like are able to be celebrated to that like, good extent where like it was just positive and it's like you said it's healthy competition so you know, and, and like Corey said, it's nostalgic. It's for the culture. Like, it's for, like, us being able to feel good and remember, like, what the early, early 2000s and 1990s and all that, all the great music was when we felt, like, during that, you know, significant time of our lives. So I, I just, I feel like just the event itself, I just, I'm happy that happened. And, you know, I've always been a, uh, um, I would say, uh, not really consistent. I, I've, I've appreciated Jada Kiss for a while. And I think that he's just been very, like I told you all before, just very underrated um, from like, from when I was growing up, you know, being born, like pretty much being like growing up in early 2000s um, as well. So I'm just happy that people like, you know, people were like really showing that love um, for him and like the kind of the music he put out and the kind of the culture he helped create too. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, I think it was good. I honestly think it was top three. I feel like low key. Top like, three of all? Of all the verses I've seen, to be honest. No, uh, yeah. I think the only verse that I actually enjoyed more than that probably was the DMX Snoop one. And of mm-hmm. course, Recipes DMX uh, DMX. 
But I think that one, like, first of all, like, throwback nostalgia and, like, just, you know, them dancing and vibing to it. Like, that was one of the early ones, too. I just, yeah. I don't think I've seen a verse that's really topped that, like, both from, like, the music that was played and the vibe that was in the room. So I feel like that one's up there, even though Dipset didn't really come. Like, Jada, in, in some sense, just saved everybody mm -hmm. off his energy alone. And I just, I just think it was that good. Like, you know, it was in, it's in MSG. It's in New York. Like, you know, you and if you look at the crowd, you got old heads in there. Fat Joe's there. I heard Conway was in the audience. Like, you got mad dudes there pulling up. You know, Dipset pulled up with, like, 50 dudes. Like, they, it, it, you know, it just looked like the vibe. Like, what you expected in a sense of, what, like, what you would see is kind of what you got. Um, and sometimes I really forget how many like records these dudes, these artists have, especially like the older ones or even their features. Like, and we'll, we'll talk about this now, we'll talk about it later. Like when Jada was like trolling Cam and he was like, yo, I don't live in Miami. I don't live in Colorado. I be in New York, y'all see me on the block. And he out here playing his verse on Ja Rule's record. And in my head, I'm like, man, this song sound way better hearing it from Jada right now than I remember hearing it. Like, I got a hundred guns and hundred clips, like, you know, and you, the crowd was into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be that good as a lyricist for you to just be pulling your verses from other songs and people singing it like it's your song. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just a different vibe. I just, I just think it was that, it was that good. I enjoyed it. Like, I watched it twice. Like, I, I didn't watch it, but I played it in the background while I was working and was like laughing, like recapping. Uh, some of the things that had happened, like this is really good in my opinion. So, you know, shout out to Swiss Beats, shout out to Versus, shout out to Thriller, I think, because they're all one company or something similar to that. Um, but I think it's good. Um, but I wanted to ask y'all because, mm -hmm. of course, if you watched, there was a lot of, it was, it was, it was chippy, right? And they said at the end that it was going to be chippy, it's going to make it, uh, you know, competitive and things of that nature. Uh, but I guess what were your thoughts on the chippiness? Because, you know, I, it definitely got disrespectful at some point, like Jada throwing off um, Joel Santana's bandana, um, these dudes shoving him, dudes trying to take off Cam's shoe or something. Like there was a lot of different things going on. So I just, you know, want to get your take on that level of competitiveness. Like, you, Did you all think it was going to escalate to something at some point or what was your thoughts? Well, I mean, y'all know I love battle rap. Yeah. So... Like what I saw on that stage reminded me of battle rap, essentially. Like you go back and forth, you go round for round, you go jab for jab, you go punchline for punchline. And so I didn't expect anything to escalate. So it reminded me, and we all love sports here. So it reminded me of sort of like an alumni game, like where like the, all the old heads come back and like the two classes is playing each other from like the two schools, like the big hometown rivalry is playing each other. Yeah. And it looked like, the locks have practiced before Facts. and it looked like Dipset came and they just thought they was nice from, from back in the eighties and they think mm -hmm. they could just pull up or the nineties and they think they could pull up and they shot still going to fall. So like, that's the vibe I got. And I think it fit that vibe perfectly. Like, cause again, the same thing from like an alumni game, everybody on the court love each other. Like they probably right. grew up, they grew up together. They from the same hood. They've been playing these games for years and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a good game if you wasn't competitive, if he wasn't still talking about how your jump shot broke, if he wasn't still talking about how, you know, I stole the ball from you and you missed the last layup. Like that stuff makes, you know, good TV, good entertainment. Nice. Um, that stuff makes competition the same way, you know, if 
instead of a podcast, we were doing like a three on three tournament. I'll be like, Steven, you're trash. Pass me the ball. Like, you know, <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. what that's what a competitive nature is. And I think all them dudes on that stage had it in some way, shape or form. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to even add to Corey's point, a lot of them had the fight to be, to be where they are now. Um, you know, they, by definition, like oh, a lot of, pretty much every dude on that stage had to come out the trenches in some way, somehow. Um, and I think it does, you know, I have nothing really different to add. I think it did add to the authenticity of the event. Um, it's like they brought New York, <laughs> like, you know, what, you know, what New York is. Um, and, you know, it just is what it is. I don't know if, it, I don't think it was going to escalate more when I was watching it. Um, it was chippy. But it was more like funny chippy because yeah. I've seen I've seen like you know dudes get or get into it to that level, but they really like you know I'm not saying if it was all jokes, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I would I wouldn't say I can't assume no, anybody's definitely. intent. I ain't gonna say that. You know, there are a lot of history there, history probably older than me. Um, but I would just say that you know it was still like a very public event. You know, they're not gonna. I didn't think it was ever going to escalate to something like we have to shut off the cameras, like, you know, close this, this close the event venue down, um, move out of there too. But I, I just enjoyed it. You know, it, it brought what you hear. We're here for it versus, excuse me, I'm talking, got too excited. Like the whole title is versus, like it's competition. Like, you know, yeah. who was the best? We're playing a certain amount of songs from your career. Like, oh, excuse me, a certain amount of songs from your career. And like, you know, we want to see like, you know, how fans and like how you like judge your, your, your work, your history and like how you put a, put it up against someone else's too um another legendary artist because this literally is nothing but legendary artists against legendary artists in their own right. respects um too at the same time um so hey, I, I welcome it like you know if they versus like that every time they make a lot more money than oh for money. sure for you sure know? um first of all you know me i love smoke i love smoke you yeah. know i saw jada again shipping in the beginning i was like oh yeah I people need love fashion thing. people love it man I bring it that. <laughs> and the, so the thing is right um, I love the chippiness. I love the energy. Um, I didn't think it was going to escalate, but I was at the barbershop today and like somebody, I guess, made a point that maybe I wasn't paying as close attention to certain parts, but there was definitely a point when there was like 40 or 50 people on stage. I don't know when these things came from, but I remember there was like a, just a break in the action for like at least 10 minutes where like, yo, like y'all got to get off the stage and like everybody's just like standing there, like not moving. Like, everybody's confused. Like, yo, I'm like, they was about to perform or something. And uh, the dude at the bar shop was telling me there's a scene. I saw it on Twitter, but I didn't correlate the two. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think they showed it on the main camera. When, like, I think, like, Styles P was trying to, like, pick up Cam off, like, the lawn chair they had on the side or something. He was pulling at his leg. And, like, Cam was, like, kicking him away or some shit. And I guess mm-hmm. that escalated. And that's why there was mad people on stage, like, halfway through mm-hmm. on some, like, I don't know, like, yeah. backup shit. But, like, I, you know, it you know what I'm saying? Moves. Yeah, you know, it's 2021. Dudes don't really fight like that. They bring guns, and then nobody's gonna bring out their gun. Uh, millions of people are watching you. They're not gonna bring out a gun. So, so that's, that's why. That's why personally, I. That's why personally, I'm like, I, you know, I, I acknowledge all that. It was like it was getting to those levels, but yeah, uh, day in the club at night, that's a whole different situation. But in this scenario, nah, yeah, nah, nah they got careers. I don't, they, they I don't think it was it. nothing, but I, man, I just, I just thought that, um. Past this and not even being prepared, they just couldn't really match that level of disrespect. Like <laughs> it wasn't just like Jada telling dudes like to shut the fuck up and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, like I'm about to hit you with some bars. Like I'm gonna rap these rhymes and I'm gonna rap them towards you as if they're for you. Not even including the freestyle. I'm rapping these bars at you, and it's like 
damn, like, I, you know, I, that type of energy, like, I don't want to say it makes me laugh, but like, I definitely, it feels like, you know, playful and like, okay, dudes is really trying to be competitive out here. And it kind of, I guess it kind of reminds me that sometimes you can, and from what I've seen, because they ended in not like a prayer per se, but like, you know, it's all love, New York, we out here type of shit that like dudes can be that level of competitive and not feel like you got real beef with them. Cause I don't think any of those dudes, like, I don't, I mean, on the lock side, I don't think anybody on locks got real beef or anybody on dip set. But like, as soon as we came out here, like, we're not, we're not friends right now. Like, I'm going to show you why, like, we're, be- we're a better group. Our records are better. We got Grammys. Y'all only know Grams. Like, all that, like, all that's coming. And then when we're done, it's all right, you know, good game. But you just remember, you know, who started this type thing. Um, and I just, I just love that energy, man. I really, really love that energy. So I don't know if I'm gonna watch another versus again. To be honest, I feel like I should end on that note. Watch the versus, but to be honest, this is probably the only the second versus that I've watched all the way through. Like when we were in COVID, I just wasn't. It didn't like the no. concept didn't really. I didn't. I'll forget they're on. It. Exactly. I I just didn't really get the concept. Like so, y'all sitting in a room and y'all just like playing songs. And that's the thing though, because that's what makes this one better. Is like, and Jada caught him out on it, like. If you're gonna just sit there and look cute and play your records, that's nice. But like, I remember when like the first, when the verses started like picking up, and like dudes were like, I think I was having an argument with my cousins. It was like Fifty versus Ti. Man, we want on YouTube their own verses. Like, yo, you telling me this song is about to beat this song? Like, we like we we were skipping mm-hmm. all that because if dudes are just gonna sit there and play the records, I could do that from home. Somebody, yeah. we, we get two speakers. We'll low-key make two teams. Like, all right, let's pick the lineup. Let's go with them right now. And we'll, we'll do a versus. And we'll have more fun because, like, we're engaging with each other. But, like, Jada was having Tech spin the beat, no verses, and he's reciting his bars, Styles' bars, she, like, everybody's bars. Mm-hmm. And they're doing vice versa to him. And so I feel like I'm at a versus slash concert. I'm not even there. And I'm going along. Um, wild out. Like, I'm right here. Versus, like, I hear uh, we fly high, and like, I don't know if it's maybe because they're playing the record with the verse on the record, their mic sounded scratchy. They sound like they was going in and out. I'm like, these dudes didn't come prepare, they didn't feel this song like I feel the song. They, they don't want they saw the previous verses, they came to chill. <laughs> yeah, they, they saw Rick Ross versus Two Chains, do send down game massages, just playing. Um, what's that song? I just forgot from uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, Rick Ross' song with Kanye. Damn. Devil, devil in a New Dress. Devil in a New Dress. They see him just sitting there going like this, and they, they, can, they can get away with that in New York. Like, no, bro. Get up and perform. Like, once somebody sets the bar in the room, like, you either match or you're going to fall. Yeah. Like, y'all both was just singing over records. Don't matter. But when dudes is performing, and they call you out saying, your lip syncing, do you know your rhymes? I don't know. I'm not a rapper. I feel like a dude told me I'm lip syncing. I don't know my rhymes. I'm telling the DJ straight instrumentals, bro. We here. But dudes wasn't here. And you, I don't know, Corey, I don't know if you noticed know this. Again, I don't watch a lot of verses, but was that bar at the top, like, showing who's winning or something? Because I saw it moving throughout the thing. But I wasn't sure if that's, like, people voting or something. Or maybe my eyes was playing games with me. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know because I never really understood – the end result of verses. I thought it was similar to rap battles where, you know, there's never really like, yes, there's technically an official winner, but most people just be like, so-and-so won two one, so-and-so won two oh. So I don't know if there was ever an official score. Um, mm-hmm. 
to be honest, I was sort of watching in the background, so I didn't really pay attention. Okay. That would be dope, though. <laughs> they could do, like, bracket-style elimination rounds. They took it that seriously. Yeah, they actually designated winners and, like, losers of, like, the versus. Yeah, they'll just have to be way shorter, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. percent yeah, would be, like, 10 like, songs. Yo, yeah, give me, give me a songs. 10. You know what I'm saying? And have people yeah. vote on their life. That'd be that'd be a money maker. Yeah. But it but it'll also be tough because because of genre, right? I feel like the only yeah. the only reason versus works is because you're able to sort of pick who goes against each other and they're they're similar in in nature. But you know, once you win run round, if you go to the next round and somebody got a completely different genre. <laughs> yeah, because the, the crowd plays an impact, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. this could work, you know, mm-hmm. dipset versus D block, like okay, that's New York. But if you end up getting like uh, the locks versus, and not to say they'll beat them, but like let's say a group like or uh, a pair like Outcast, for example, mm-hmm. not to say people don't rock with both of them, but there's a clear difference. Like one's like two different bigger, yeah, it's two different types of hip hop. I'm trying to think of like a, a smaller group in Atlanta that I could use, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, same concept, same concept. Mm-hmm. So. so yeah, I think it, I think it was good. I think you know, as Steven mentioned, I love competition. I love seeing people compete. I love the passion. Um, but I think this versus, and this probably lends to a, a much bigger thing is, I want the competition to continue. But I don't think it always. I think a lot of times we've seen competition escalate into things that have become harmful. Yeah, and not just like with versus, but you know, we talk about like basketball tournaments. We talk about concerts in the neighborhood or whatever the case is let's let's you know make things safe right and i think that's the thing like safe competition where you could be as competitive as you want in the moment and then be like yo we hitting the club afterwards yo we're going to mcdonald's still after the game or whatever the case is you know that's the type of stuff that i that i love to see um and i and i hope we can see more of that both on the versus level but also just you know on neighborhood levels on city levels you know where people could come and compete and have fun and nobody gotta look over their shoulder because everything is all good so you know, keep it up, especially as the summer wraps up, you know, usually August, people start wilding sometimes. So, you know, let's keep the keep sure. the competition, you know, hold, hold, hold the drama, hold the drama. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. What's the next one you want to see? The next verses I want to see. Shoot. For... I don't know what what are we talking? Are we could, can I get a genre? Like are we going or at least a, a, a decade? A decade. Let me get a decade. I, I I would say we need some more R and B ones from like the two thousands, especially if they ain't really like making music like that. Like we need, but it's hard thing is that I feel like the legend legends that like you no know, people we think are like top of their era, their genre. I don't think they've been participating like too too much in it. Yeah. Um, well, this the, the tier when when you're above a certain tier of greatness, it's kind of hard to stack your match. I feel like, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for example, right, uh, Alicia Keys. If you want to guess the John Legend, like that was a solid one. You know what I'm saying? But like Mary J. Blige, who am I putting up against Mary J. Blige? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, I can't, I can't, I can't figure it out. Who am I putting up against Mariah Carey? I don't. I don't who, would, know. Who, who, would, who would go against Jaheim? Because I low-key want to see Jaheim do a versus, but I don't know who Jaheim would go against. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's in, yeah. like, a weird, like... Would he have to go against Music Soul Child? Uh, another um, great one. I'm about to say him, too. Another great one. He had a catalog, the dream. I know. Was, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I don't think mu- yeah, Music Soul Child's catalog is matching. So where does that bring us? You want him to go against Joe? 
Nah, that's a whole Joe got to go against like D'Angelo. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I don't know where to like, you know, you want it to be a like a fair size matchup where you're like, okay, yeah, I feel like this person's gonna win, but this is you know, don't sleep on this person. I just because even because even if you look at like a life Jennings, like oh. his catalog is super short. I mean, so I okay, have Jaheim Life Jennings. Let's get it popping. No, Jaheim catalog Jaheim catalog is way longer than Life Jennings. Catalog. I know Life Jennings got like two albums. Mm-hmm. Fuck with <laughs> oh, who who would Usher go against? That's the what? That's the real question. Well, we know who he was supposed to go up against. Okay. Oh yeah, never yeah. But he, yeah, so there's no there's no, after that there's no one and dudes, <laughs> dudes keep trying to tease Chris Brown. And I like Chris Brown, but we have to stop lying to ourselves. Like dudes have doesn't Usher have a diamond album? Or maybe I'm bugging. He got close to it. Com- confessions had to be up there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure confessions is diamond. If it's not, it's damn near close. Mm-hmm. So I, I just if if you have a diamond album, like you're in your own tier, like do you can pull from that entire album alone and just tie that tie the verses, and then you go to your other stuff. Stop it. So I, yeah, I don't know. There's no matchup for us. There really isn't. There's yeah, but I, and I think as you get to like the new age of music, depending on what style people have people's catalogs could be way longer because I think certain artists focus on making a quality album, you know, 10 to 12 songs that you could listen through straight through. And then you have some folks that want to do side A, side B albums. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I think it just sort of impacts the catalog choices that certain people have versus, you know, Dipset and the Locks. They sort of both had, you know, mixtapes, albums, roughly the same. So, I mean, even though- Mm-hmm. Some, some people's hits were more like the length of their catalog was still relatively consistent. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you could say that for most people after you move past probably like 2005. Like if you was prominent after like 2005, I think that's where like mixtapes got huge, albums got longer or shorter, EPs became a thing, mm-hmm. LPs became a thing. So like that length of catalog is going to be iffy. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It'd be tough. That's we gotta get a whole committee to make these decisions. But then oh, again, gosh. I think versus doing all that. I nah. think I think they like the little money maker they got right now. Yeah, that's, I'm, I was trying to like rack my brain, like just thinking mm-hmm. about like people, and I guess in our generations, like for like a versus, like would you want to see a little baby verse? I mean, little baby versus like little Dirk. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see. I feel like verses are respectfully for like the old heads. Right. Dudes. I wouldn't want to see anyone who's actively has a career right now. And even that's why I sadly came and said, "Beyonce, you know, Beyonce can drop music any day." Yeah. But even then, you put her in the OG category. Who's even seeing her catalog too, at the same time? So I don't know. Who would Rihanna? Kanye? Even Rihanna could do one. She, uh, Who would Rihanna go up against? No, <laughs> Rihanna. You can find somebody for Rihanna, I guess. I don't know. I have a look back at her. I mean, she has some pretty good albums. She got pop. Or, yeah, and she, she has eight got, albums too. So she, yeah, you know what I'm saying. She had the catalog to do so. She has the hits to do so. But who are you putting up her her up against? Who's Lady Gaga going up against? Ah, right, let me stop. But we're just getting off tangent. But I, I'm just I'm just thinking about people, and I'm like, I'm trying to structure this and. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's the that's the matchup for them. Like, you you want to create the ambiance with the music yeah. too, you feel me? I, I was about to say it's easier when like the narrative is already there. <laughs> that's why dipset <laughs> right. works, you know. Just bring them down. That's why uh, Gucci's uh verses worked. Um Ashanti and Monica. Monica. No. 
no, no, Monica, no. Ke- Monica Keisha, Keisha, Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole, Cole. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. Ashanti and um, yeah, what's her face? Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Yes. And yes. then it was Monica mm-hmm. and then um, <sighs> what's her name? She didn't. Uh, she didn't do brand. Uh... Brandy. Yeah, it was Monica and okay. Brandy. Yes, I was stumbling on Brandy's name. Okay. Yeah. So. But know. even 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 like the Monica Brandy is an interesting one because it's sort of like an old school, new school type of thing. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. that was a great like, one. Like a mentor mentee type of thing. I feel like with Monica and Brandy. Yeah. But also no, with I... beefs. Oh, go ahead, my bad. No, no, no you good. And I said also with beefs though, like you know, the certain ones we would get, like, like you know, I think just je- je- just to see it, like a fifty and jaw rule, just to see it. But you know, you can't get that when the smoke's so hot between two people. Yeah, but would it be a fifty jaw rule or would it be like a G Unit Murder Inc. You can try to make it, dude. But but the thing is, those respectful crews don't even like all like each other either, low key. So it's like <laughs> I don't know. To make it less complicated, you better off picking one. I'll, yeah. I think we prefer a G Unit versus Murder Inc. I think that's ideal. But mm-hmm. I think Murder we, I think Murder Inc. Catalog is long. I'm trying to think of G Unit Catalog. I mean, if if, the, if dudes could do the same thing as Jada, then or, as long as you got 50 in the game, it don't matter. Well, it can mm-hmm. give you a little bit on the on the joint shit. That's, That's true. Tough. And Fifty in the game there. should be one. Fifty in the game should be one. They do. They should, and they don't got beef. But I don't know. Fifty, man. Fifty, fifty that, got that. Fifty got this stars money, man. He I'm about to say, <laughs> like fifty's like at that point where like he's like almost like on his like low key like I don't want to say his whole shit, but he's in that bag where he's like I don't want to say he's too good to do them shit, but he's just like, what y'all calling me for versus for? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but I know the game would definitely do one. The game's that type of dude. He'll do one. I would like that. Did Wayne do a versus? No, he didn't. No. Yeah. So, like again, last, this is my last point. But like, who's Nikki going up against? I don't. Know. It's too. It's too new. We we can't talk about that for another ten years. I, oh yeah, because she's still dropping music. I guess Queen Latifah. Oh, All right. No one's seeing her. We're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. We're Mike, what you, Mike, 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 what are you talking no, about? Man, <laughs> I was trying to go back. Off one album, she got you, yo. Yeah. Ice Cube? Ah, okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Ice Cube has a really good catalog. He do. He got three. But like you said, we got to set merits and evaluating and how we judging these standards and all that. I'm I'm just glad we got at least one from, well, technically two, but more so one from Rap Legends. With mm. DMX and Snoop, because like yeah. as a, we at least we got one in that hierarchy where dudes are like was that big of an artist and has like the catalog to make a versus a versus. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. So we need uh, we need producers to start doing versus. Mm. That's the real That'll thing. Be dope. That'll That's be dope. The, they were doing it in the beginning because remember it was mm-hmm. like Manny Fresh versus um God who did Manny Fresh go up against? Losing it very early. I remember the first three or four were producers. Um, but I think people just don't know producers like that unless you're mm-hmm. really into music. So, like, unless they knew what producers had their artist's favorite hits, they weren't tuning in. So, you have to go to the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, but, but, then when, but then when you do producers, like, it becomes again playing a song. Playing. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Performed. They'll be on the stage, like, DJing essentially. I think that's a that, that's a great option if you know God forbid there's another another lockdown and you know we need some some COVID streams. 
Yeah, I'm just curious to see what Versus will look like in three or four years. Because I think even Versus is throwing themselves. They're moving into doing, like, pay-per-view events, better stuff. Like, I saw a commercial, excuse me, during the Versus for, like, a boxing match for Thriller. I'm like, oh, y'all just moving. Money never stops. Strike, strike while the iron's hot. That's what they always say. Facts. So let me let me let me go peep them thriller stocks and see how they're doing. But yeah, all right. So, so shout out to Jada. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Versus, man. Um, y'all definitely created something special, and I think right at the right time. So yeah. all right, man. Let's switch gears, yo. Doing what plug a plug. Yep. You got it. Uh, I got it. Unless Mike got it. <laughs> you got it. Y'all are so funny. <laughs> uh, I'll play with you. I got it right here. No, 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 we're actually both just not being serious. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I got it open. I was really just teasing you. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, plug a plug. Y'all already know. Mm. Uh, shout out business pages, company websites, whatever. Um, if you if you listen to the podcast, if you know somebody. If you're the friend of the CEO, the person who runs the page, and you hear us shout them out on your pick on this podcast, make sure you let them know that we did so and tell them to respond to our message. If I think I say everybody message at this point, make sure you respond. We want to promote their content, mm-hmm. put it online. With that being said, um, this week uh, we're doing uh, a purse slash jewelry boutique. It's called Yaya Luxuries. It's based out in Davis, California providing affordable luxury um, items. It is black owned, uh, shout out to Ivory Coast. Um, and they have a website, go to yayaboutique.com um, and see it from yourself. You can find them on IG at Yaya Luxuries and they got a bunch of stuff going on with them. They got shirts, they got pants, uh, they got even heels, you know, bags, you know, bags. Uh, shout out to homegirl Kiki, she doing it. So make it work for you. Um, make sure you, if you go there or if they ask you how you found it, let them know after dinner conversations, right in cursive. And if, if y'all got a business too, send it along. I follow a bunch of people that probably got businesses that I don't know about. So, you know, please just slide them our way, text us, hit us up on Instagram. We want to hear about it. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, that's the plug the plug. So we already know what time it is. <laughs> Can we pass the ox this way? Can we pass the ox this way? Who is starting dudes up, man? Let me see. I got you. I'm sharing my sound. There we go. I got you. Um, so this song heard it in the most random place. Um, I was out at a happy hour. They was playing a song. I said, Yo, who's um who on the ox? And I had went and had to ask the bartender and everything um, to give me the title for the song. But the song is um, by Cool Company and Nick Hansen. The song is called Floating. Living life at our price. Sleep through the day just to make a little love to the night. Yeah. Is it ideal? Well, no, not quite. But hey, if it's the form you love, then I guess that's your form you love. What do you do when the madman moves? You've been making stepping at you. What do you do when the love runs low and you know it won't last long? Where do you 
Shout out to Cool Company, Nick Hansen. Just some feel-good music. Um, definitely a summertime vibe. Uh, roll your windows down, turn it up. Cool Company and Nick Hansen. Song is called Floating. Uh, I can go next. Um, my song, I think I already played the first on the pod before one time, way back, early episodes. Make sure y'all check out the episode. I can't remember which episode. But this is Looney and McJenkins, Royal Flush. I'll talk about it after, but here we go. Face down. Don't play 
Let's call a spade a spade. I think I got the hands for the games you play. Flop the nuts, now it's training day. You want the turn for a change of pace. I know the river be my saving grace. I sip your water, I can't shake the taste. I'm on tilt, there's no paper chase. I'm more built, drop the ankle waist. I'm on stilts, fuck the low key shit. Had high hopes when I came your way. A royal flush and we exchanging face like. When you're ready, we can play um. And if you love me, don't play face down. When you're ready, I'm all in. And if you love me, don't play face down. And when you're ready, we can play it up. And if you love me, don't play face down. When you're ready, I'm all in. And if you love me, don't play face down. Yes, yeah, so that is Looney McJenkins. Album is called Soft Thing. Make sure y'all check it out. Her and Charlotte Day Wilson, I think, dropped albums at the same time. So I guess you can give love mm-hmm. to, uh, they call this Blue Eyes Soul in some places. So um, that's not really more R&B than Soul, but make sure y'all check them out. Really good albums. Really good albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think we are uh, one of the rare days where our past aux is in line and type of vibe. Um, what a ground. So- Exactly. So I found the song yet again on another playlist. I've been on the R&B roll. Gotta keep it going. Um, just a, another great song just to like play to like play, excuse me, play in the whip. Uh, and I just think that he has a nice flow in it too as well. He, it, it sounds good uh, as well. So this is song is called Balance by Sai Ari, the kid. I need a challenge again. Baby, I got goals and I'm impatient. 
impatient. All these arguments and time we wasted. I think, he, I think he had a late 2019 project, maybe early 2020, but it was yeah. a, that was a good project too. That was a I remember project. that one, yeah, no, that was fire. Looney, I think low-key, low-key, low-key. And maybe, maybe I'm bugging, but this is Looney's actually, if not first project, it's my first official project seeing Looney because uh, most of what I've seen have been EP and singles. So I think this is uh, her first actually official album. Yeah, all I see here are EPs and singles, so... Uh, Mick Jenkins, though, I, I haven't seen something from Mick Jenkins in a minute, but I just see him casually on people's features. So, yeah, I think he's doing his thing, though, kind of keeping it calm the way his career been going. I like him. Sure, Yo, he had a great he had a great mixtape too a couple of years ago. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I got a random. I feel like Woj random Bleacher Report notification that Kelly Oubre is talking to the Hornets. Yeah. So everybody going to Charlotte, Corey. That's your team, right? <laughs> that's not my team but shout out to the 704 I'm screaming We're gonna get he, was, he wasn't there was no space for him on the Warriors anyway facts that's very true he's not he's not a backup player and he's not a shooter he shot pretty good in the last second half of the season second half good. or second fifth he, he would fit perfectly on the Hornets with a fast pace jumping running showtime Charlotte that's yeah. out there over there um, you fit his personality, everything about him fits perfectly into that team. Who's Charlotte's small forward? Gordon Hayward. Oh, oh yeah, he's definitely coming off the bench, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's a stack team. He'd probably be six man. But you know, Hayward got his injury history, so is he really six man? Yeah. He can really take a lot of minutes anytime. That's true. Respectfully, well, Gordon Hayward, not to you know, not trying to put down on him, but we, we know the history, <laughs> like you know. All I know is my Bulls got DeRozan, Caruso, and Lonzo, and I am fully content with my team right now. I don't know. This is, this is a weird thing about basketball fans. I think basketball fans are like they hate optimism or positive outlooks on things. Um, I think y'all got a very like very serious lineup, and I think Lonzo Lonzo is not the Lakers Lonzo. Um, the Pelicans Lonzo is actually really good. They just don't get national. I mean, they had national TV games. They were just losing because <laughs> the system wasn't that good. Um, but he still played very well uh, compared to his standard. Um, he's gonna under like Billy Donovan, full team. You know, I think he's gonna open up a lot for y'all. 
Um, we had a top five center, Levine, like entering his prime. DeRozan's like a, a great vet to have. Looking up in Chicago. I just had to see it play out, bro. I can't. I can't yeah, man. But listen, it's gonna feel good, bro. Don't worry about it, because Bulls fans, y'all can find y'all going to be in the playoffs. Like, if everyone's healthy, I won't watch basketball if we don't make it. Yeah, you already have your first two options set. I'm used to mention Levine. Everyone else is really complimentary. <laughs> that there, Miles will find his DeRozan probably third option, and then Miles will hit his threes. Y'all got a team. I say, man. And y'all just signed. I forgot who y'all just signed off the bench. Y'all got a backup big. Tony guy. Bradley. Yeah, he was pretty. He was playing for the Sixers last year. He's pretty, pretty solid, you know, for a backup guy. Solid. Just running, you know, do what he got to do. So we'll see, bro. You, you can feel good, bro. You, that, you can really that, that power forward position looking kind of weak, bro. But we'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, look, that. I mean, look, something you can't have all five, Stephen. No, I know. I, no, no. I, I'm content. <laughs> I always tell people that, which is why when people cry about super teams, I'm not gonna get into it. It's like they want the super team plus all the role players. Like, what are you talking about? So yeah. I'll, I'll take trying, my they, good they want every team to be like the Lakers. Exactly. I'll acknowledge my team's weaknesses. I gotta acknowledge it, but I'll yeah. take what I got right now. Feel me? Hey, that's that's what killed us last year. We did not have a backup power forward. If you notice, yes, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tough though. Uh, but if, yeah. if look, look at Bobby Porter's different books. Look at Bobby Porter's, bro. That, that's perfect. Like, but yeah. if there's a position, I will like. I want. I don't want to say want to be my weakest, but like if I don't have like the go-to guy that position. It would probably be power forward. Like I'd rather have all the other positions set than power know, forward for me. Because when tough. you don't when you don't got a shooting tough. guard, it looks walky. When you don't have a small forward, you're not going nowhere. When you don't have a point guard, I you might not go nowhere. And if you don't have a center, like a center, yeah, you didn't look at the Warriors last year. It's, it's slow. Play. You know what I'm saying? So like power forward to me is always the most expandable. It's not ideal, but you can have a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. We need to have a separate basketball podcast. We can talk about it. Honestly, we might have to start it. I'm thinking about basketball. Dinner yeah. basketball? <laughs> Hoops basketball. and ball? Hoops and dinner? I don't know. Send us names. Send us names. Send us names. <laughs> Yeah, funny. Um, but there we go. Episode 69 is in the books. Um, again, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, uh, all streaming platforms. Follow us on Instagram at AD Convos. Um, and we'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Be on a sequel, you can catch us at 5 p.m. Every Sunday, telling stories about the culture. Do out in sculpture, recording every Friday. So here with our way, no need to catch a flight away. Stay tuned for us, hey. We on it after dinner conversations, conversating, talking about our black vision. We on a mission to spread the word of our people. See us sequels, the time step aside. On a sequel, you can catch us at 5 p.m. Every Sunday, telling stories about the culture. Do out in sculpture, recording every Friday. So here with our way, no need to catch a plot away. Stay tuned for our take. We on it after.